Welcome to FoxCast Legal Listening. We are talking today about a recent and significant verdict of $5.5 million that Ron Williams and his team of Fox Rothschild attorneys secured on behalf of the Community College of Philadelphia. The case involved claims of breach of contract and professional negligence on behalf of an architectural firm and its implications not only for educational institutions engaged in campus construction, but also for the professional, architectural, and construction firms that perform the work. Ron is a partner in the firm's Exton, Pennsylvania office. He co-chairs the firm's construction law practice group and serves as administrative partner of Fox's 200-plus attorney nationwide litigation department. Ron focuses his practice on the resolution of construction litigation disputes and the negotiation of construction contracts. He has handled cases in multiple state and federal courts throughout the country and in mediation and arbitration. Ron, good morning. Good morning, and thank you for that introduction. Ron, can you give us some background on your recent victory for the Community College of Philadelphia? Certainly. We represented the college in a two-and-a-half-week trial in the Philadelphia Court of Common Pleas. The jury returned a verdict in favor of the college, finding that the architectural firm, formerly known as Bird Hill, which is now doing business as Stantec Corporation, was liable for $5.5 million in damages for breaching its contract and committing professional negligence relating to the renovation, design, new construction on the college's main campus, which is located at 17th and Spring Garden Streets in downtown Philadelphia. That's a terrific victory. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, can you tell us some of the facts about the case? Yes, I can. The case reaches all the way back to the year 2007, when the college retained Bird Hill. The college stated that it wanted a full-service architectural firm experienced in mechanical, electrical, and plumbing work for its project, and Bird Hill assured the college that it was all of those things. The firm stated that it had senior-level professionals on staff with experience in projects for higher educational institutions, and further, that it could reduce costs to the college by using in-house personnel. But according to the college, none of that materialized. How so? Well, the college alleged that Bird Hill instead used unlicensed architects with no experience working with higher educational institutes or projects and also relied on interns from a nearby college as well as personnel from Columbia, South America. From the college's perspective, the firm provided a revolving door of staff who were continually shuffled through various aspects of the project but were all equally unqualified to be working on the project. Further complicating the personnel situation from the college's standpoint were the subcontractors who engage, were engaged to handle the mechanical, electrical, and plumbing work that Bird Hill originally claimed to the college that it could do itself. In the end, Bird Hill went over budget by nearly 50%. A project it claimed it could complete for approximately $28 million instead cost the college over $42 million and it also suffered numerous delays. Thus, the college sued Bird Hill on the grounds of negligence and breach of contract. So the contracts were key here, yes. Um, since Bird Hill originally claimed it could offer things to the college that it ultimately did not provide. You are correct. The contracts indeed were key here, and the contracts in the construction industry are a bit nuanced from contracts in other industries. Certainly, as with any commercial transaction, the drafting and structure of the contracts is pivotal. However, in construction contracts, that is even more so. Uh, why is that? Well, 
The contracts must clearly articulate the duties and responsibilities as well as the rights and remedies available to all parties involved in the project. In construction, you not only have contractors but also subcontractors, which can add a layer of complexity to matters and to contracts themselves. When a dispute arises, all parties rely upon those contracts as a guiding principle in helping to determine what legal avenues may or may not be available. How did your team use the contracts to the college's ultimate success here? Our trial team at Fox has extensive experience in construction disputes and an innate and proven skill at effectively explaining design professional liability to a jury, which played a significant role in this case. In this case involving the college and in other cases we have handled, there are similar fact patterns or occurrences. You have an owner, in this case the college, that wants to embark upon a construction project. That owner will ultimately, likely after reviewing proposals, retain a firm of design professionals to provide architectural and engineering services for the renovation of existing facilities or for new construction projects. The design and construction then gets underway on the project and, well, something goes amiss and unanticipated costs crop up for the owner. That is the juncture where finger pointing often occurs. Who is at fault for these errors and omissions when things don't go as originally planned or expected? The owner? The contractor? The construction manager? There are many entities playing a role in a construction project, and in too many cases, it is often the owner left holding the proverbial bag. How so? Well, owners may often feel as though they have no recourse. There you are with a construction project midway through its process and the design firm is telling you that it needs more money to finish the project. Many owners simply accept that as truth and cut more checks to keep projects funded and moving toward completion. My advice to those owners is that they should find themselves legal counsel who are not only cost efficient but also highly experienced in resolving construction disputes and know the industry inside and out from construction documents and contracts to the construction players and their roles to the events that lead to litigation. What about the design firms? What should they be doing? They too should ensure that their interests are protected. First, they should be bidding only on projects they can complete according to their original proposal. And most importantly, just like the project owner, they too should have legal counsel reviewing the documents and contracts into which they enter. There most certainly are and have been cases where an owner improperly alleges professional negligence and or breach of contract against the design professional. Well, it's evident to me that Fox has a team who can represent both the interest of owners as well as those of the design professionals based upon this victory and some of your other successes in construction disputes. Yes. Yes, we do. A few years ago, we secured a $5.05 million victory on behalf of Condominium Association in Philadelphia after a two-week trial. It was our knowledge of the construction law that helped us obtain that success. The association had sued the building developers and engineers for alleged structural issues and non-disclosures. What was a bit unique in this case was that the jury awarded $900,000 in punitive damages, which is highly unusual in a dispute of this nature but the jury found that the intentional dis non-disclosures or misrepresentations were at play in that case. We also secured a $5.15 million verdict for a homeowner 
whose Philadelphia row home was destroyed as a result of a construction project occurring at an adjacent property. In that case, the row home, which was a historic property and a home that once served as a Civil War hospital and housed the mayor of Philadelphia, was knocked down. This was another multi-week trial for us. We secured punitive damages there as well as damages against the contractor who was supposed to underpin the row home. Any final words or takeaways for our listeners? Yes, construction law is a nuanced area of the law. If you find yourself in need of counsel to guide you through a dispute or other matter, make sure you choose the right legal partner and one who has a deep commitment to see that justice happens. Thank you so much, Ron. Listeners, if you would like to speak with Ron about a construction dispute or a construction law matter, please contact him at 610-458-4994 or rwilliams at foxrothschild.com. Fox Rothschild LLP is a full-service law firm with more than 600 lawyers in 21 offices coast-to-coast. We serve businesses of all sizes as well as individuals in more than 50 areas of law. Clients choose us because we understand their issues, their priorities, and the way they think. We become trusted business advisors working in the trenches with those we serve. At Fox, we care about your success as much as you do.